Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. You. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it like a talk it. Woo. Walk it like a talk it. Hey. Walk it like a talk it. Walk it. Walk it. Yes. You are in. Hey, a shout out to this episode's sponsor, gtsurf.org. They help pay the bills and make this podcast free for you. That's gtsurf.org. And you're saying, who's that? Well, I'm glad you asked. gtsurf.org, planning and riding the most important waves of your life. And whether you have surfed a wave or not, your life is a lot like surfing. You will have waves of a lifetime and then wipeouts where you nearly drown. And each day and wave can be different. Now, for most... Your life and certain goals have been very hard or even impossible thus far to achieve. And on the flip side, maybe you're feeling pretty good and cocky. And if so, if you're more good the cocky side, then you haven't been crushed by a big wave yet, or at least for a while. And big wave or not, your heart tells you you are missing something. GTSurf.org teaches you how to plan and ride the waves of life. More important, how to ride the waves you didn't see coming. You start with the little waves and you work your way up to the big ones for your ultimate life goals. Discovering and living your true purpose. Time to up your game. Check them out at gtsurf.org. You are back in the Fry Dude Hizzy. Yes, great to have you back. Uh, hey, we're going to go straight to the play of the day. And Jace Robertson owns this one. Uh, short and sweet and to the point. And oh, by the way, who are you trying to make happy? Who are you obsessed with making happy? And where are you failing? Uh, time to tune in. Here you go. The play of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Swung on. And hit in the air to right. <laughs> and that ball is gone. And it- Thanks, powerful. I've used oh, this yeah. line many times in a many a one-on-one situation with people. So I just can't make him happy or I can't make her happy or I'm not happy. And I'm always I was like, well, when are you going to worry about making God happy? <laughs> it, it's just not something we think about. But I, that's why I really like it. Made me- this- All right, Fry Dudes, you heard Jace there. Uh, why did I choose that one? Um, well, one, this world can be off its rocker, and we can get lost in it pretty fast. And uh, you talk about trying to please everybody. You're not going to please everybody, right? So let's go back to the Word and what it says and what's true. It says Romans 3.23, one of my favorite verses. I probably bring it up almost every week, and that's because it's the freedom verse. It says we're all flawed. We all have flaws. We all have issues. explains why a pastor can go rogue. Or, or, or a policeman can go rogue, or, or a doctor can go rogue, or a college professor can go rogue, and why we can go rogue in, in each and every day. And, by the way, if, you, if your life purpose is trying to make people happy, you're going to fail. You're, 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 it, 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 you're, you're going to be constantly trying to please flawed people. Now, I can already feel some correction on that, because, well, pop quiz, you know the two greatest commandments, right? Listener may not, but someone, one of the fry dudes does know, correct? And that is love God, love others. So 
Uh, but notice the order. And notice what Jace was saying. Love God. When you love God, then you're better tuned in than how you can better, if you're married, to love your wife and to show mercy, grace, and forgiveness to your wife or to your kids or to your colleagues or to that annoying fan in the stands of a, at a sporting event when we could sit in and we're starting to sit a little bit more now again. But um, you get my point. So, Rod, you brought up an interesting point last week. I know part of it was you were wrestling with it too. But I, what, what I heard and what the beauty of what you said was some people are so whipped up on what's going on and they're so full of anxiety and they're so full of stress that there comes a point where you got to say, I can't, I can't solve this for you. We can only control what we can control. So it's about t- putting God first, loving God first. And what are you doing that, that that's showing glory there? And by the way, you guys being here is one part of that. And then, then that allows you to be in a better position to help love others. And part of loving others, by the way, is not to help perpetuate this fear and anxiety so much. Recognizing you need to empathize, but also uh, you can't go in the downward spiral cycle with it anyway. So, Rod, you're usually never short on words. So I know you've got either a correction you want to make on last week or something to reaffirm upon it. And then we'll open it up for a one-minute challenge. Any other dudes that want to comment on that one way or the other? I'm actually pretty surprised because when I re-listened to to last week's uh, podcast, I wanted to correct myself or clarify, and I was a little bit nervous that I, it would have been taken wrong. Yeah. But when I heard you and some of the other dudes, even before we recorded, kind of reiterate what I said in your own words, it was taken exactly like I meant it. Okay, good. You know, it, <laughs> it's like one of those things of like if by you entrenching yourself in somebody else's world, trying to help is going to make you a bitter, nasty person, then step aside. Right. Not everybody can do that because sometimes you are in that world and there's no way to get away from it. But if you can, it's healthy. It's okay. It's like wanted to give people permission sometimes to say, I can step outside of this. And you know, for a person who always wants to, you know, I really, I really think in the, at the core of my being, I, I want to make other people happy. You know, I want to measure up in their eyes. It's, it's really hard when we, when we put that as our reflection of, uh, you know, do I measure up in his eyes? And that, I think that's why that the story of the prodigal son is so oh, important. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, that that came to my mind as well. I, I love that you brought brought the prodigal son up, and I am getting the poll. For the listener who doesn't know, the prodigal son is about man. God loves you, flaws and all, and uh, but you need to have that humble spirit. What did please God? No, no, that even the prodigal son can please God. It's one of the best examples in the Bible. Period of showing someone that can totally screw up in life, feels like maybe a total loser, totally blew it. But that humble spirit to come back. It's not always about doing the perfect thing all the time to make God happy. Part of it is, for the, you know, some of you who have been stumbling and bumbling, is how you come back and what is your heart saying, God, hey, I screwed up. I messed up. I want to do better. I can do better. That, where Jesus is saying, that I guarantee you makes God so happy, so joyous. That, that celebration for the prodigal son. Thank you, Rod. Perfect example. 
And or then the other flip side of that would have been what you were trying to say is uh, the other brothers wearing the anxiety or the, all the all the issues where that brother did something wrong, right? And and wanted to just see that that brother punished. And and from a human perspective, I get it. So uh, thank you, Rod. I really appreciate that. Um, G, uh, I'm getting a weird pull your way. Is there something you want to say on that subject? Talking about wearing other people's anxiety again. Maybe it's just I get pulled your way because. Yeah, that used to be you with the news, right? You're wearing everyone else's anxiety and pressure. You're like, enough of this. Now I'm, I'm focused more on God first and then the rest of it. Yeah, I, you know, one thing that comes to mind is just being present in the moment, you know, and, and a lot of times, you know, training ourselves to have that relationship with God, right? I, I think about, you know, a lot of the, the violence I'm seeing, you know, going on in the country and, and you know, if on an individual level, if, if, you know, if, if at that moment in time when somebody's going to do something bad, if they, you know, if they would have that presence of mind to say, you know, uh, I'm not making God happy here, you know, but, but that comes from training. It comes from an individual relationship and it comes from being uh, present in the moment. And I, I, I guess that that's what was on my mind. Mm. I love it, G. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. And, um, Quip, I, I I think I saw you unmuted. If you got something, otherwise, I'm sorry, Rod. Go ahead. Um, I think the part that really really hits me in this text of the prodigal son is if you're if you are the prodigal son and you are out partying and spending spending the inheritance of the old man, essentially telling him, "I wish you were dead," and I'm going out on my own and I don't need you in my life, and then you realize that you have nothing. You've partied it all away. You've done all the things that are, you know, quote unquote, the wrong things. And you look back and you feel like you can't go back because of, of, you know, you don't, you don't measure up. You've fallen so far away from, from what is acceptable to your father that you can't go back to him. You could, you wouldn't be accepted, but then he, he's a, he's at the very lowest of lows and besides I'm, I'm gonna go back anyway i got no choice mm. and the way his father received him it's just a really good reminder it's of so encouraging isn't it we don't <laughs> try to fight for god's acceptance he's going to welcome us with open arms and just to to live up to that that standard instead of trying to put it as a benchmark we're trying to reach mm, i love that anyone listening out there if you feel like you've screwed up way too much check out the prodigal son i'll I'll make sure I have some more details on that on the outro. Quip, I, yep, there you are, Quip. Go yeah. ahead, brother. You know, the one thing I related to is that sometimes in life we get put in situations where you're kind of forced to make a choice. You've got to pick a side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, in these things, these situations happen. For me, a lot of times it is with my marriage, you know, and just um, that thing we listen to about making a decision to please God, you know, whatever. And just I remember uh, – a while back, my wife had posted something on Facebook about being atheist, okay? And, and her sister is a believer, and it, what my wife posted caused my wife's sister to struggle, okay? Mm-hmm. She, and she mentioned that or whatever. And I was going for a walk with my wife, and I just said, hey, I said, you know, do not post anything about being an atheist. I said, do not cause her to struggle. And my wife says, well, you know, you're, causing, you're asking me to fear a God I don't believe in. I said, no, uh, you know, I'm asking you to... Be realistic about the very real possibility that you're wrong about a lot of this stuff, and that you know you you know 
you know what the scriptures say, what Jesus says about, you know, how we're not supposed to cause his people to struggle, you know, and, and I didn't want, I didn't want to come across in a judgmental way at all to my wife, but sometimes I felt that that time I was in a position where I had to make a stand, you know what I mean? It's not going to be easy. There's going to be some conflict there. And I felt like that was, that was all right. I felt like that was right. Oh, thank you, Quip. Um, that might be the note to end on. I, I'll say this in return. You and I have been married about the same amount of time. I uh, think uh, you're at 26. I'm just going to be about 26 years. So anyone that's married know this. I love my wife dearly. I know you love your wife dearly. Talk about being so different. You guys got a chasm here on the religious front, right? Laura and I, not so much. We, 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 we share a lot more in common. But know this. Be set free by this. What Jace was saying there. There are times you're going to be tested in your marriage where you have to put God, you have to put God, it's actually biblical, and uh, God needs to be above your, your, your own wife. And, and then part of, uh, but part of that love then is can you then communicate to your wife, or my wife, by the way, correcting me, where like you are out of line. You are not, you are not lined up on God right now. You're lined up on yourself. You're being self-centered and sharing that in a, in a, in a loving way. And there's just times in marriage, this is part of the test of life and any relationship, by the way, that you deal with. Uh, there's going to be a point where you're going to have to choose, like, am I going to put God first here? And then how to best then love into my wife and some, or, my, or your spouse. And sometimes that means lovingly correcting one another, right? And, and that, what I heard from you, Quip, is you had to make a stand. You had, as much as you love your wife and you, you guys have been loving each other for 26 years, and I, I'm sure you've had your ups and downs, like any normal marriage, but what I heard from you is you had there was a point there where you had to stand up for God. You 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 couldn't just forget God just to protect the marriage. Did I get that correct? You correct me. You did. That's exactly it. You know, and yeah, that's that's it, Tom. You're right. All right, we're going to end on that note, man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining this week. Short and sweet. All right. Just like the play of the day, it had to be one of our shortest ones as well. By the way, if you would like to hear more of Jace. You can find him at the Unashamed Podcast. That quip was from the tail end of episode 144. Comment comes at the end after Phil shares about a young woman declaring that she was going to start putting Jesus first over her worship of politics. By the way, whichever side you may fall on politically, just know this is an open door. Uh, We're not a political organization we have all colors in this group, trust me. And uh, we get away with that because we strive to put God first. Or at least we know better. Then <laughs> we need to do more of that. If you further dig, please be sure to tune back into the deeper series. Uh, Casey made a great point after the recording on how Daniel had to make some very difficult decisions by putting God first versus the king and the people. Ending on the song note, where to go today? By the way, if you have a favorite song or say, oh, this song would have been perfect for that episode, hit us up at frydudes.com, the contact us page, and let us know. And back to the song, back to Lecrae and his album Restoration. It is so good. And we just know so many of you are hurting out there. You need some hope. Uh, so did Lecrae. That's why he calls it Restoration and what worked to help build him back up. This song is called Wheels Up. And if you dig, please add it to your Putting God First playlist. And listen to his lyrics, because this is where it comes from. Uh, how he's striving to uh, 
tune into perspective and how he had to, to put th- certain things off cruise control and start tuning in more to the higher power. Now go, put God first, love the flawed ones after that. And for one second on my problems, fate to great like no one saw them. I get a God's eye view on everything, looking out my window pane. Wheels up, put the seats back. Wheels up, put the seats back. Some days I can't believe how far we made it. I thank God for the fans and pray for patience. At 20,000 feet, we coming straight up. Wheels up, put the seats back. I was told a long time ago to let the drama go and go and find a goal. Run for the edge like Geronimo. Sky high, I fly, I'm Vominos. All that was a lifetime ago. Nowadays, I just gotta make time to go. Take my G's to Belize, now we all overseas, man. Look at what God be on. Lord, God be on, God be home. When I die, I reside where I belong. When I fly, I delight, the flight is long. Give me time, clear my mind, and find my zone. Yeah, introverted work, please do not disturb. I just need some time for me. Uh, isolating, meditating, praying, waiting. Hope somebody pray for me. Paint these pictures. Bury my face in scripture. Pray to my soul, deliver. Fall on my knees, I know he hear me. I was on cruise control. That's how you lose control. And you're gonna be what you pursue. I had to renew my goals. And for one second, all my problems. Face are great like no one saw them. I get it, guys, I view on everything. Looking out my window, pain.